I'm about to kill you, but before no, you're I not. do you that, we're abs- I think this lockdown has brought us closer as friends. It's, but I mean, the closer you are to someone, the more you want to kill them, no? Kill me all you want, baby. All right, so... This is episode four of Who Run the Time, a Who Run the World mini-series where we talk about the different things we are doing during lockdown to kill time. And not to kill each other, which brings us to our topic for today. We are going to talk about human connection. How we have managed to maintain human connection or to build human connection with one another but also with the people who are not with us in the same house it might be very difficult these days to feel that human connection i couldn't even imagine what it's like when you live on your own so yeah so this is why we're doing this and the way we're going to approach this is we're going to use a framework developed by gary chapman in 1992 in his book how to express heartfelt commitment the five love languages Um, he worked with a lot of couples and he could see that while both of them were trying to express love towards one another, they weren't really using the right ways of expressing love that the other person really wanted. First, we're going to list them for you. So we have acts of services, touch, quality time, words of affirmation and gift giving. And so all of us kind of vary in how we like to give and receive love or how we show affection. So I, for example, am a big quality time person. For me, words of affirmation comes at the top. And for example, for my husband, the way that he expresses love, acts of service comes at the very top. Numero uno. So Hadi will always do things around the house, take care of the cat, take out the garbage because I hate to do that. He'll make me tea no matter what time of the day it is. And so if you don't realize that your partner is expressing love in their own way, or if it's not a partner, then it can be a friend or a parent or even a coworker, then you may feel unloved. So what we wanted to do was to go through the love languages together and then discuss how we've been using these different languages to still express our loves to those in our house, but also those that we are not able to see physically uh, and that we care about. So numero uno. Quality time. How do you do quality time in lockdown? All right, so I'm going to talk about with the people in the house and then the people outside the Go house. Go for it. So people in the house, for example, when you're cooking, I'll just help you and just be in the kitchen and chop whatever needs to be chopped and just like hang out you and hadi had a nice quality time the other day i love the quality time with hadi did you watch first we watch the news because i know that hadi likes to watch the and news I hate the and news. you hate the news and you were busy so we watch the news you had some cheese we had some cheese and then we watch like the beginning of an episode of like uh what's it called men on the high castle in the high castle the man in the high castle man in the high castle So we just like literally just sat on the couch. We didn't really talk to each other. That's the beauty about quality time. It doesn't have to be a conversational talking. Even in en temps normal, in normal life, whenever someone would need to like run errands, I'm always the one, the friend who like tags along mm. just to like hang out. I love a good hangout. Yes, you're you're the hangout friend. Like I always knew that if I was working or going to Felamenke to have, you know, a shisha or whatever I was doing, I could pick up the phone and if you were free, you would always show up. And so how are you expressing quality time now that with everybody else that you can't see? The main way we do quality time with the people who are not here is uh, and I've done this with Mark. I told him that I was going to mention him in this episode. Oh, so he here it? it is. This oh. is the Mark mention of the episode. So Mark, Noor, my friend slash Mark's fiance, and my friend Nadja. And what we do either all together or separately or whatever is we will have a Zoom call, but we won't 
talk. So we'll keep the Zoom call open and we'll each work, do whatever we have to do. We'll like say a joke or if we ever need to talk to, to that person, we do it. So it's like we're hanging out. Because it's like you were in a coffee shop or at home working. Exactly. Or... Funny enough, I used to do that a long time ago uh, with a colleague of ours. Uh, you call him... Lulu. Yeah, his name is Eli. Sometimes had we had so much work that we would just, exactly, just set up a Zoom call and we would each be doing something. But every few minutes, one of us would ask the other a question and we didn't feel as alone and we felt like we had a partner. It's really nice. Even though all these Zoom calls and hangouts are great, but they're always so freaking purposeful that like you have to have something to say. You have to yeah, have something to, to share. Outcome. And that's not how we naturally interact with each other. A lot of times it could just be silly, especially with really good friends. There's a lot of moments of silences. Yeah, the ability to sit in silence with someone really shows your level of intimacy. Exactly. So having that also allows to recreate that in a virtual sense. So, And I think this is especially useful or would be cool for people living on their own and who just want company. It doesn't have to be, as I said, like a full Zoom conversation where they can just, with a colleague, with a friend, open that Zoom, have that person there, go about your business. Shoot the wind. Shoot the wind. What does that mean? Shoot the shit. Like, no. Just like let time pass. Is that a thing? Look I'm it up. I'm Googling this right now because I do have a tendency to make things up sometimes, but I think. It might be correct, one... but I've never heard shoot the wind. Here we go. How does one shoot sh- the breeze? Shoot the breeze. It means to chat about inconsequential manners, to converse casually in order to pass the time or simply entertain each other. I call it shooting the shit. Well, I'm just a little more polite. So let's keep shooting the shit on this podcast. Right. Number two, love language number two, which is your. Numero uno. Which is words of affirmation. Exactly. So how would you define words of affirmation? I mean, it's just like telling people good things about them when they do something, when they don't do something, when they pass in front of you, when you talk to them, whatever it is, and just lifting them up. I mean, I constantly seek affirmation from others. Like I will cook something and then I'll make you taste it. And I'll be like, so do you like it? And you'll be like, yeah. And then I'll go to Hattie and be like, look, taste, honey, this is amazing. He's like, yes, oh my God, you're such a great cook. And I feel really much better about myself. But I also do it a lot with others. Like Hadi will be walking by and I'll say, who's the best husband in the world, you know? Or who's the nicest person if he's just done something nice to me? And I do that with friends and try to lift them up. Just uh, reinforcing people's qualities. I love words of affirmation. It's my segundo mundo in my ranking because I think people don't take the time to actually express what they appreciate about someone or words of encouragement. So how would you advise people to words of affirm each other is that even a thing (laughs) Uh, during lockdown yeah so the other thing that you can do for people who are not around is that well Rhea I was inspired by you from this because the other day I had my first webinar uh, for my first you know free client can i take a sidestep here guys marinine started her own company i did cosmic centaurs it's called cosmic centaurs and this was one of the very first actions of the company i mean something concrete was happening Hmm. pretty Uh, momentous shit i had asked you to let me use the desk in your bedroom that day because i needed to be in a room with a door and when i got there you had left me a letter And essentially, you were saying how proud you were and wishing me luck and just giving me a lot of positive energy. Actually, that's what inspired this episode because I came back and I'm like, Rhea, we should talk about love languages because you just both gifted and affirmed me. I think that you can do that for people that you're not with um, by sending them a long email. Uh, Your dad does that all the time, right? That's true, actually. He writes really long messages and it's really different from a whatsapp i mean it's still important to say hey how are you and check in 
every day or every other day with the people you love, but taking the time to reflect, to write something, to say something positive, uh, to tell someone else about how you're feeling today, I think that that's a way of doing words of affirmation. And you can do that via text, via email. If you're feeling really cool and the post works in the country, wherever you are, then you can send them an actual letter or postcard. But also I would like to add to that, especially in these times, a lot of beautiful moments can go unnoticed, unnoticed. because of the situation. Yeah. So whether it is you starting a company, but we can't really go out and have champagne and celebrate. Also, I hate champagne. Whatever, whiskey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or um, I don't know... Yeah, there's no other way to someone mark getting these a occasions. promotion or someone like having a baby. Like you can't have a baby shower. You can't have a yeah, birthday you party. Celebrate any of these big milestones. You can't celebrate any of them. So finding ways to say them out loud and saying, "Hey, even though we can't leave the house, I'm proud of you." Not only does it kill the time because writing takes time, <laughs> but also it's a great way to lift each other up. And I think that's very important uh, during the pandemic. I agree. Number three. Acts of services. We should bring in Hattie for I this. I know. But He's the expert. Yeah. Well, but define acts of services first. I mean, acts of service is essentially doing something for somebody else that possibly they should have done themselves, right? And of course, if you're living with someone, then it's easy because like I said, it, it can be just hanging clothes or ironing something or taking care of the cat but I also think you can do acts of service for people who aren't around you an example for me is like I know a lot of people need to write their CVs right now to fix their bio you know to submit an application for something and I think that even just proofreading or helping them think through it or writing it for them if they can't uh, I actually offered to do that for a friend recently that's something that you can do from a distance and I like what you said about the work stuff because I think that's something that a lot of people are going through right now yeah, I mean, just giving people a second opinion, taking a bit of your time to proofread things, whatever it is that just people to help need help with. I'm really shit with admin and paperwork. Like, I always need someone to read it with me, like the contract, whatever. Like, there's a lot of things like that that we can do at a distance. Amazing. Number four, touch. Touch, which is like the weird one. Well, I mean, it's kind of how do you touch someone if they're not close exactly. to you? Because obviously, if you're in a house, it's easy to do like... Yes, like I try to remember to hug you every once in a while. Aww. Because That's no, but sweet. I mean, I get hugged by Hadi all the time because he's my husband. And then every once in a while, I'm like, but nobody's hugging Rhea. <laughs> Aww, so I make it a point sometimes in the morning, you know, when I'm not like in my aggressive morning mood. This morning you gave me a hug. Exactly. Because I think it's important. And like, I don't think about it because my partner is here. But That's true. I was just thinking to myself, that's what you can do for the people in the house. Like, just remember that, like, everybody needs human touch and a hug can go a long way. I actually, a friend of mine traveled this week. She had to go to Greece and uh, they stopped her for a few days and gave her a, a coronavirus test. And luckily she's negative. But the point I'm trying to make is what she said to me is I can't wait to see my family and hug them. Mm. And I think that for a lot of people, this is so important. And if they're on their own or going through something like that, even just saying to them that you're hugging them is a way of, you know, giving love through touch, even if you can't be in the same space. So you're kind of connecting the touch back to the words of affirmation. Somehow, thing. yes. But in terms of, well, I can't be there. I can use my words and you can use your imagination to imagine that I'm hugging you, to imagine what I smell like, what you smell like, what hugging would feel like. This just occurred to me because there's a lot of talk now of are we going to be able to hug each other mm. after this? Are we even going to be able to shake hands? Right. And 
I'm sure there's going to be a while unless you're with the people who you're quarantining with, you won't be able to do that. But I can't imagine a world where I can't go up to my mom and hug her or when the first time I see my parents, I won't be able to hug them. That's very sad. It would go against every instinct that you have, right? I mean, when babies are born... Skin to skin. Skin to skin, right? Parents are advised to just let them touch their skin. And that's something that's part of how we're built. And I think another way that you can do touch is you can try and buy maybe a really soft cover for someone and then send it to their home and then just have them touch that and have that be the replacement of your presence. Which brings us to as you buy that blanket. As you buy that blanket, think of number five. Gift giving. This one scores low for both of us, which is crazy because you're like possibly the best gift giver I know. Thank you. You're really good at this. It's weird. I love giving gifts. But I don't, don't like care. Rec- I Actually, don't not care. only do you not care, you hate receiving I gifts. I don't like receiving gifts because I think, I guess, the gifts I like giving the most are like quality time gifts. So True. things that we get to do together yeah. or like we get to sit and talk about it later. You got me a ticket to Hamilton, which turned into a week-long trip. It was amazing. Exactly. See, quality time. Bam. Bam. And so I actually think gifting is probably one of the easiest ones these days. If you're still in a country where e-commerce is working and it's easy to just pick a book or an object or something that you know someone needs and can't buy for themselves and just send it to them. And not only that, but there are also a lot of people who are in need right now. I guess this is acts of services and gifting uh, gifting at the same time. But if uh, you want to donate food or donate any such supplies that people will need. Yeah, people are need. donating their homes if they're mm-hmm. available for frontliners, food to people who either can't afford it or who are the ones going out and working every day to make us more comfortable. I mean, even just whatever you have in your home that you don't need is also another way. It sounds silly, but we own a lot of things that someone else could make a much better use of. Or I know in Lebanon, uh, Toters and Balawalashi are doing these things called quarantine boxes. In Dubai, there's this place called Inked. Yes, you can go on the Emirates Biofarm website and donate a box to them. I know the WHO online, you can find a, a listing of things where you can donate if you can and if you want to. It's a great way to give back and to gift on a maybe a larger scale than just your network. Love it. So that was it. Yeah. I'm filled with love. I'm filled with love too. This was actually this is nice. I love how I say this was actually nice as if it was not going to be nice. Because you thought it wouldn't be? No, I always think it's nice. I always, it's funny, we're quarantined. I guess this goes back to the quality time. We're quarantined together and we hang out all the time. But I really look forward to recording these because we get to hang out and like and chat. And one and yeah. have like a profound conversation exactly. which we usually have every time we meet we also want to tell you our audience that we love you we do love we you we hope you feel loved this week and that you become more conscious of how you express love towards others and uh, let us know what your love languages are and what your experience with human connection has been over the last five six weeks who knows However by now how long you've been locked down for um and yeah so Will you do the honors? Yes. So this was our fourth episode of Who Run the Time, focused on human connection in the time of uh, lockdown. As always, you can follow us and show us some love on Instagram. I saw what you did there. Who Run the World Pod. You can send us an email to say hi at whorontheworldpodcast.com if you want to share any of your stories with us. And you can uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Remy, Deezer, Overcast, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We look forward to seeing you again in our next episode. Tell me how much you love me. Reos. 
we don't have enough minutes on this recorder for me to tell you how much I love you. Amazing, amazing answer. There you amazing, go. Amazing, amazing.